Hey guys, uh, welcome to Two Dudes Talking, the newest podcast that's uh, now available on SoundCloud. I'm Matt. And I'm Nick, and welcome to the fastest growing podcast, the yep. most scalable. Yep, most scalable podcast. Elite podcast with a great name we came up with on the spot. Two Dudes Talking. Two Dudes Talking. Um, and today, you know what, we'll be talking about basketball. Yeah, so uh, most of the podcasts, uh, we're going to be talking about anything we want, but we're big basketball guys. Huge. So we decided to uh, talk about that as a start, really show uh, the audience what we're made of. Uh, so uh, our first segment we want to jump into, though, is not related to basketball. Surprisingly, that's going to be a lot of our thing. We're going to do a lot of tangents. Uh, I can't wait for that. Uh, it's how was your day? That's our first segment. So, uh, Nick, how was your day? Oh, man, it was great. You know, uh, we actually got all of our stuff today. So uh, we got, oh, we got, true, we got, we got the microphone. We, we literally walked into yeah, Best Buy. This is a one-take Drake kind of thing. Yeah, we're you know, for it. we're just going to do it. So uh, Best Buy was good. Um, Didn't uh, really know what was going on in the Best Buy. No. The guy was like kind of... Uh, we got the mic. That was pretty easy. That was a big argument, too. That took a long time to get the right mic. We're still really not sure yeah, if this we, is the right mic. Hey, we have 14-day guarantee, so we can still give it back. <laughs> this is a big... Yeah, we made sure of that, too, as we're paying. We're like, uh, uh, what's the returns on this? 14-day? Yep. So like, <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Um, and then, you know, we asked for the... Uh, audio software. Nick actually asked for the audio software and the guy pointed us right to the speakers. So, <laughs> yeah, had no clue what we were talking about. Yeah, we'll, Shout out to Best Buy for that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Best Buy, just that guy was, uh, he doesn't need to be working yeah, anymore. Yeah, definitely his first day. Like, we'll, we'll let it slide. Let it he, slide. Was, he was moving packages, so yeah. I'm going to assume he was like low man on the totem yeah. pole, but... He works in the back. He's not. He he's, he never shows his face in front. So yeah. And then uh, we asked another lady for the audio software, and she pointed us to like the mouse pads. So <laughs> yes, just or, overall like, really tough. The tax returns. It just made no sense. Um. All right. So let's jump right into it. We're gonna start with a rookie update. Uh. So first off, we got Fultz on the board. Yeah. So I'm a huge Sixers fan. So I love the Sixers. And when we got the first overall pick, I was super excited when they traded. From uh, third to first, that was great. You know, uh, the Celtics got Jason Tatum. We got Fultz. We had to give a first-round pick, but I think Fultz is worth it. But um, recently, Fultz actually got a left ankle sprain during Not the summer league. Not surprising. Yeah, I mean, 76 classic away. Sixers, right? Can never yeah. play a game. Can never play a game in the first season. So uh, he's actually out for the remainder of the league. Uh, for the summer league, and they think you know it's not going to be bad, but they don't want to take any risks because you know we really depend on him to run this this the shooting guard position because we think that Simmons is going to play the point. So that's that's huge news for us as, as Philadelphia guys. So uh, it's see the thing though with that is like on Twitter you can never trust it because you go right to his Twitter account and he'll tweet like Yo I'm good don't worry about me and then in reality it's like left foot shot off like yeah. <laughs> he can never ball again. But you know on Twitter they'll always make it seem like. They're fine, but it's just the classic 76ers way of uh, always drafting some guy. And I, I don't even know why you'd put him in the summer league. Like, it's just, it's like the the reward for it is just, like, great. You won a summer league game, and now your guy's injured. Like, it yeah. makes no sense. Like, if anything, I would just let him just not. Like, when um, uh, when Brandon Ingram got injured in the summer league game, Matt Johnson just pulled him right out. Yeah. He was like, nope, no, no. And it was like, he fell. Yeah. He, like, literally fell, and it was like, and maybe you limp for like a second. And yeah, then and he took him out for the like, thing. No, please. So the 76ers were just smart enough to be like, yeah, yeah, put him in. Yeah, why not? Like, let's completely just put him in. Yeah, so, well, uh, you know what's huge about this this league this year is that it's actually uh, the resale value of a ticket is $220 right now for just that, a general admission ticket in I don't Vegas. Know. I don't know. And you're Ooh. watching not even full contract guys yet. People who haven't even really signed their, their rookie contracts yet. People who are coming out from the D League just to maybe make a spot. And these stadiums are packed right now. I. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. I guess it's a big hype in the draft class. I don't really know. It's just weird because you can't even get a, a D-League game sold 
like during Geely, the regular actually. Geely. Geely. Yeah, they they just changed it to like Gatorade League. Shout out to that. I wonder how much Gatorade actually had to pay just to have a G. That's where we need an that's, intern. That's yeah. where we need the intern yep. to be on that. that. That's a work in progress. But um, going back to yeah. D League game, G League games just Geely, yeah. never get sold. We'll never I, get used to that. Yeah, no. If you were like, a, I know a couple of people that are on like the sales team for the the eighty sevens. I think that's like the affiliate for the seventy sixers. Yeah. Right? They can't get a sale going ever. Really? They just like free for kids, and yeah. that's all that goes. Yeah. So I don't know how the NBA is able to be like two hundred nineteen bucks to watch. You know, the rookie, like the three top rookies, play for a game, and yeah, not exactly. even like it's exactly. and they get pulled out. It's, yeah. And, Two nineteen blows my. Mind. I don't think I would pay above. This is actually a good topic. I think forty five bucks for maybe. a summer league. Well, I mean, you know, You're I'm in a, Vegas, but I mean, I, I feel like I feel like for me to see a first round draft pick like the actually the the first overall draft pick like Fultz would be really sick to see. But you know, I'm not spending more than fifty bucks to see him when I can yeah. see him in Philadelphia for cheaper than that. You know? Yeah, you can get courtside yeah, for exactly eight, eight bucks. So yeah. it's like I mean, it's not. Yeah, I don't really. I, I think yeah, forty five is the most I pay, and then I wonder what they're trying. But to but forty five for good seats, you know, we wouldn't pay forty five for nosebleeds. I, I don't know. I, I think, league, yeah, it, yeah, I, I just wouldn't do that. I don't even know where they play. Um, yeah, so he's out for the remainder of the season. Actually, they took him out, which is the smart move to do. I think absolutely. Uh, Nick and I both agree that that's definitely the move. Just save him for the season. Seventy uh, six are looking like they're gonna have a pretty good season. Considering that the East is awful. Well, I mean, this is another topic right now, but uh, we can dive into that later. But uh, the East is looking, it's looking bad for Philadelphia, you know? Like, these, these teams are getting pretty notable people. I don't know. Um, I, think, I think the Sixers could now be the eighth seed team if they even make it. Wow. So you went from, because earlier we were talking, yeah. you went from like four, five seeds. Four to six. And now I'm, now I'm thinking eight, you eight. know? That's, you know? that's unreal. What made you jump that way? Well, you know... Miami could be good. I think Miami could really, could be really good. Um, I think I think Detroit's getting better, and uh, because because Detroit now with Avery Bradley is now a very good defensive team in a in a guard heavy league, you know. And you know you, you need you need someone to, to defend the perimeter very well. And I think I think depending where um, KCP goes, the Nets could be good too because they're aggressively pursuing him. I don't think I don't think the Nets are going to be anything. To worry about for the Sixers, but you know they're signing big contracts right now, and they 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 want Otto Otto Porter too. Uh, we're gonna talk they about got, that later. Um, they got the money because they're yeah. owner that Russian real estate billionaire, yeah. his tycoon man. It's a joke. Um, yeah. All right, so let's jump. Still, we're still going for the rookie update because yeah. we got a couple rookies that we like to talk about here. Uh, so obviously, next one's Lonzo Ball, second round, uh, second pick in the draft. Lakers father huge brought it into hype. fruition. Huge hype. Overhyped know? or what do you think? Oh, oh my gosh unbelievably overhyped but you know this guy must overcome so much hype in order to be Decent. good yeah yeah, yeah, you know? yeah i agree he has he's his dad who's going on making fun of women on on the on the on the herd you know yep. it's like roasting people roasting Stephen a telling people they want a one-on-one telling people he wants to beat he can beat michael jordan one-on-one did you see the uh mb thing where he called him illiterate I didn't actually. That's oh, he, hilarious. But he said he said something like, "Oh, yeah, they were beefing." Yeah, they yeah. Were, well, because you know, and B talks so much smack about mm-hmm. him, and then he's like, "I ain't no like illiterate fool," and you're like, "Nah, I mean, you might be." Like that sounds like you kind of are. And so. B talks a big game for like playing 31 games too. True. Like basically ever stud, but yeah. he knows how to play the social media game yeah. pretty well. He he's a really funny guy. Like he's yeah. hysterical. Philly loves him. So in uh in Lonzo Ball's first game, it was I mean I would use the word. Awful, but over uh, underwhelming. I think underwhelming is 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 yeah. the very appropriate word. I think the the hype was really there, and he didn't he didn't uh, succumb to it, which is fair. <laughs> which um, is fair. Yeah, 
I think, you know, it, it's at this point is like, should we be worried about Lonzo Ball no, after his first game? No. Okay. All right. Fair, yeah. fair, fair. Because, you were- because, you know, his second game, I mean, we've always known that a shooting is never a strong point. We always knew that he was passing and he was a big guard who can who really rebound well. Um, he, he shot well in college. I think he shot 40%, a little bit over 40% from the three, which is great. Yeah. Um, and he's, I compare him to a Ben Simmons as a point guard because he's not a big shooter, but he loves to pass and he loves to rebound as well. And he's a big guy. 6'6 six, mm. six is considerably big for a point guard. He doesn't look 6'6. I wouldn't guess that. He's, you know, he's skinny. He's, he's just skinny and lanky, you know? He's, skinny. he's big, big um, wingspan. The other point I wanted to bring up is that, yeah, his first game was pretty trash, but we also got to think about the last time he played, which yeah. was like March. But that's that's, that's for everyone, you know. Mm, you know, Fultz what? is even further. You know, that's that's also he didn't even make the tournament. That's also which is, by the way, for uh, a person to uh, get drafted number one and not make the tournament and only win nine games like, in college. I mean, you really gotta you gotta see something that no one else sees because right. I'm not really buying into it yet. And he's definitely a stud. Don't get me wrong, but you know, you gotta pull your team at least to the tournament. You gotta do something to show that you're the man. Yeah. I mean, and and you know, the. The tournament he's in, or not, I'm sorry, not, not the tournament, but the division he's in, the the Pac-12, is not stacked. Yeah, it's not that stacked, he, you know? If you're the number one draft pick, you should be putting up. You should yeah. be doing damage. I, I mean, you know, basketball isn't a one-man team unless you're LeBron James. Then you can really do everything and make your team better. But, you know, you really need four of the guys who are, who are good. It, at least at least one other really good player be, uh, next to you if you can really want to go far. Yeah. You know? Uh, fun fact, though, about Fultz, 3-3 three, three, three GPA in college. Yeah, I heard about that. That's pretty good. Who would have thunk? Yeah, Who I thunk? know. I, you know what? Three threes, that's that's almost Dean's list. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, I mean, maybe he can do something with his career after basketball besides commentary. That actually yeah. might be Dean's list at Washington. Yeah. Well, you know what's actually funny? Um, he's He did that with an accounting major, which is, like, pretty hard, as we know. As, as being college students, uh, we know that... That accounting is, is not a is not a forte. Yeah, no, I that's that was a hard those are hard classes yeah, for definitely. sure. I good for him though. Yeah, I wonder if he jumped into the accounting classes right off, or they were just like you're gonna go after a year and it's like take uh, take intro English. Yeah, well, I think he just didn't want to pull a uh, pull an Allen Iverson just lose all his money and just and because remember he was buying cars left and right for yeah. his boys. You know, he was just like you get a car, you get a car, you yeah, get a car. I know that's the friend I need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I need, need I need to meet I need to meet AI and, and become boys with them. So he just buy me stuff. I just want a car. Like, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Um, well, well. So yeah. so the big point right now is that you know he had a big rebound game. Uh, he came back from his first game and did really well. He recorded a triple double. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw that 11, 11, 11, which yeah. is eleven eleven. Make a wish. Hey. He wished. Uh, I would say the triple double is pretty good, but I would also say a triple double in summer league probably equates to like two, two, and two in the NBA. Yeah. And then the other thing, you know, that is a big question is his jump shot. It's just like the ugliest thing I've ever. It's so ugly. It works, but it's like someone's gonna swap that. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Durant matches up again. Just puts up a hand. Yeah, that thing's blocked every time. Every time he, it's like a, it's a quick release, but it could be way quicker. Right. I think there's a good one and a half seconds that he brings it like over his shoulder, and it's like you're blocked. Yeah. Serge Ibaka would have the best numbers ever against the Lakers. He'd have a ball. He'd. Ooh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, all right. So third rookie we're gonna talk about. This is more. But, but hold on, sorry. Oh, before yeah. we go into there about ball, so. We don't think it's time for us to start worrying because he does this. And, you know, what they really said, you know, he didn't shoot the ball well either. I think he he, he shot, like, terribly. He shot 15 shots and made, like, two the first game. And then the second time, he, he shot 11 and made, like, three again. Um, but, you know, he's a floor general, so I think that's what the Lakers are looking for. They have other people who can shoot the ball. They don't necessarily need him little to really two, shoot the ball. A little 2K nickname yeah, actually going? Yeah, a little, like little okay. floor general. Um, you know, he, he can be really good. He, obviously, I think he's... 
he doesn't have the explosiveness of Russell Westbrook, but, you know, he has the vision of CP3 and Russell Westbrook to really pass the ball, and he can drive like a James Harden to the to the hoop and, and make it. He just got to finish. That, I mean, yeah. That's really it. He's, you just got to be a finisher, you know? He's got to put up some numbers. Though. I mean, Summer League is never a good indication, I would say. I mean, Summer League's, like, pretty painful to watch, if right. we're going to be honest. It's yeah. like... Like they're just they're they always go in OT because it's like sixty seven, sixty seven and yeah. fourth. It's it's pretty bad to watch, but um, I would definitely say you know coming in the next couple of years, I I think he'll be something to look out for. Oh, absolutely. Obviously, um, I think the do you think uh, all of them go to the Lakers? All three brothers? I don't think the 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 middle one, Lamelo, excuse me, will really get drafted. Wow. I think I think he's going late second round. You know he's. He's he's going to UCLA, uh, just which also like UCLA is like not like if you're a stud, I, UCLA is good, but there are better like Kentucky, yeah. like you yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah, if, if if you want to really develop your skills, you go to Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, all those big yeah. ones, UNC. I really, I really wonder where uh, how on earth they decided to go to UCLA. But, you know, I'm sure there is stuff on that, but we just don't know. Yeah, I mean, but UCLA has turned out turned out many of legends. Russell Westbrook, um, even Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went there. You know, he was he's a stud there. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if I should. Kevin Love. Kevin yeah, Kevin Lo- Love. Did, Kevin yeah. He did. He did go there. Yeah. So that's that's big too. You know, they they're definitely turning out turning out superstars, which is great for their program. But you know, it definitely wouldn't be my top choice unless you uh, you love the weather there. Yeah. I think I think that's a big draw. Girls too. Yeah. Oh yeah. For yeah. sure. Um, you know, I'm not a big college basketball guy, so I'm just speculating here. But very you know, true. We're not big college basketball. Don't expect a lot of college basketball yeah. on this podcast. Strictly NBA Strictly. and and maybe some hints of G League in there mm. too. We're the real. We're the paid league. We're, yeah. we're the big time. We're you the know. Big, um, and then I think uh, last thing we wanted to mention was this uh, Tatum Donovan Mitchell matchup. Yeah. Oh uh, my gosh. Nick Nick wants to talk about this one for sure. Yeah. So Donovan Mitchell. So the so the first rounder, thirteenth pick versus Tatum. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he put Tatum in the spin cycle. He does a little spin and he just falls, laser beam pass it to the center. I don't know his name. Is some some summer league guy and just slams <laughs> it. Vegas went wild. Wrecked. They, he got wrecked. Yeah. It was it was nuts, and I wish that I wish that we could show you the clip, but just Google it. It's unbelievable. the The crowd goes nuts. I think I think this is hysterical for Tatum, who's so hype as well, and then for Mitchell, who people know about, um, obviously the thirteenth pick. But you know, just to just to ruin him like that, ruin that play for him, and then they actually started beefing at center court because it was it was so dirty. It was just like you know, you just got yeah, and that's like sat the, down. That's like the stuff you wanna you wanna see in the NBA. Like, the, I mean, there is like a good amount of fighting, but definitely could be more. Yeah, uh, I'm really not opposed to the fights, to be honest. In the NBA, I think it's probably one of the tougher leagues. Where like, I would love to see fights. A lot more fights in the NBA and like the MLB. The You're MLB, a scrappy dude. yeah, they need the MLB needs fights every day. Yeah, but the NBA needs like needs to be fights in the regular season and there needs to be legitimate fights in the playoffs. Like right. I need to see people hate each other in the playoffs. That's what the NBA is missing right now, which is also crazy for us to say considering the NBA is like on the up and up, incredibly everywhere. But I think more fights are are definitely needed. A little a little digression from that. Actually, do you uh do you think do you like that a lot of NBA players are friends or do you wish that they were all like hated enemies? Like do you like that oh, Dwayne Wade, CP3 and LeBron James are like best friends when they play so they just dab each other up. They they're texting each other at halftime. Like do you like that or would you rather see hey CP3 versus LeBron, we hate each other. We're just going to like push each other around and like beat each other up. Yeah, I mean, realistically, I'd love for them to to not like each other. I, I think if they were um I think if they were, they can be friends, but it's like you you gotta hate each other on the court, which yeah. I think is like something they like try to do. But in reality, I really think if LeBron if CP three was guarding LeBron James in the post, like LeBron James isn't gonna 
fucking elbow him and go for it. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it's just one of those things where, you know, they, they know their friends and they just yeah. kind of, they're, they're friendly. They get the job done, but I, I think they hate each other more. I think it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I think you only have one career. You know, I think, I think the perfect example is this, is the Celtic Lakers in the 80s between Bird and Johnson, where they would literally hate each other. They would hate their guts. And, you know, the funniest thing ever is that, is that the, the owners at the time, the general managers would literally give them nothing at halftime. They would, they would give them no towels, nothing, and they would make them work for everything. So they began bringing all their stuff because they know that the Celtics would start doing this just to make them lose and get under their skin. And this, I guess, gave them a big advantage because um, they, they won they won against them in the 80s while both teams beat each other. But, yeah, I think, I think I would love to see a lot of people in the NBA really not be friends with people. More I think, of it, yeah. You know, I think it's, it's great for the NBA to have these – to have these friendships like, oh, look at this. There's Dwayne Wade, CP3, and LeBron James on a banana boat in Florida. Like, yeah, that's that's cool. But at the end of the day, I want to see people scrapping. I want to see people think that this is their last game of their careers. Like, their career is yeah. on the line with this game. And so they'd be like, yo, we're still boys after this, right? Yeah. It's like, no. I, I want to see I want to see some scrappiness. Yeah, I'd like to see each of them on their own banana boat racing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want to see them on the same <laughs> banana boat. That pisses me off. Yeah. And, like, the, all that talk when they get a little older – and they're all going to pick one team to go to and just ball out. It's right. like, I also don't want to watch a team of 35-year-old, 36-year-old old guys ball. Like yeah, just because they're best friends. Yeah, which, exactly. like, could make for a good dynamic on a team, but at the same time, like, younger guys, you know, s- spread it out. Yeah. Teach some younger guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know? Um, that was pretty, you know, for our, for our first uh, first segment there, I think yeah, that was... that was nice. That was I nice. I was hype about it. I really <laughs> liked that. Uh, so uh, the next segment we want to jump into is called Is He Worth It? Yeah, this is a big one for you guys. Yeah, so this is a, kind of a, a combo of uh, contract talk, but we're going to add a little spin on do we think he's worth the money? Because, you know, in the NBA right now, everybody's getting their money. Everybody, You could have one arm and you're still getting yeah. $50 million. Oh, yeah. So uh, we want to bring somewhere, you know, instead of the mainstream media talking about this is the deal he got, you know, good for him getting the money. We want to be, you know... This is the deal he got, mm, but did they overpay for this guy? Right. Or did they underpay even because some teams get really good deals? Yeah, um, I completely agree. So uh, what's the first one you want to talk about? I want to bring up this uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm, okay, so a little backstory here. I'm a huge Knicks guy uh, till I die, basically, yeah. which is to my fault because <laughs> the Knicks, man, give, keep me up at night. Yeah, you're dying home. early. Oh, my gosh. 60 is where yeah. they put me. I already have gray hairs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so... I just think, uh, you know, we had him. We drafted him. We were hype on him for a little bit, you know, because of the whole uh, father rivalry thing going, how his dad used to torch the Knicks. Yeah. Like, put on clinics, left and right. So we were like, oh, good, we'll have his we'll have his son, and he gets to torch other people. Um, that didn't happen nope. at all. Melo and him could never be on the same court. Uh, Tim Hardaway took, like, shots that were... He was wide open in the corner three. Good for him. That's where he should be. But he's missing them. Yeah. You know. And Terribly, I, too. I, yeah. Like, I, he's he's shooting, he's shooting 42% in the first season, 38 in the second season for the Knicks. Like, if you're if you're just taking wide open threes, I'd like to see that a little higher. Um, luckily, it was, it was on a ridiculous rookie contract where they're not paying him that much. And he was, you know, I was okay with it. But, you know, doesn't... Not the guy I'm looking for. So we obviously we traded him away. I thought that was the best move the Knicks ever made in their life. Um, and then we, and then I come back. You know, one of these days I'm on Twitter and uh, I see that the Knicks. He's a restricted free agent, so the Knicks are giving him this 71 million four year deal. And I'm immediately like, no way. Like, this <laughs> it's is a joke. This is like one of those bullshit deals that we get into where it's like, uh, 
yeah, we're going to give them $100 million. We'll see if the team bites. And then, of course, everyone, th- I think, what? When you were on Twitter, everyone thought the Hawks were going to take this. They were, like, up and coming, and uh, they were going to match it. And I thought they were going to match it, too, just because I didn't think they wanted to get rid of him. Um, that was so wrong. Yeah. They matched. Not only did they nope. not match it, the Knicks are now stuck with him yep. for a ridiculous price yeah. tag. Um, any of your thoughts on that? Yeah, so... I know we differ here, big right. time. So, so when I first saw this, you know, I didn't really look at the price tag. I looked at what the Knicks need. And, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr., in my opinion, he's an up-and-coming stud. He will be very, very good. But the only thing is with Tim Hardaway and the Knicks is where does he fit? I think, I think that's a big issue with Tim Hardaway. And I, I, I think you'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean, we, we have a bunch of shooting guys. We have Courtney Lee, too, who we paid, like, a good amount of money to get him, by the way, which was also overpaid, yep. just FYI, the, yep. to the masses out there, overpaid for that guy. Good three-point shooter, but doesn't do much. I, I really, last season, he didn't really make anything. He had, like, a couple good games where he was, like, the man, and it's like, you should be doing that every game for the money we're paying you. Um, and it was just pretty rough. Uh, I know the Knicks still have Melo, so even though we're talking that Melo might be leaving, it makes it makes no sense to give him this kind of money not knowing where Melo's gonna be. If you were if you knew if you know if you knew something that we didn't know like Melo's gonna, you know, go to the Cavs or go to the Rockets where he'll waive his no trade clause, maybe bring in Tim Hardaway. Right. First you know, maybe. Um not knowing where Melo is because Melo still has all the power, I don't know why you pay all this money for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I also don't think he did that well uh, last year for that kind of money. Like, if we're talking in 27 minutes, he did 14.5, and he was throwing three and two, three rebounds, two assists. Um, you know, is that, like, the money you get in the M- Is that the kind of money you're going to get in the NBA? Maybe, but is I think that's ridiculous that he's getting paid that. I don't know what you think. I know you definitely differ. You think the, the upside is where you're yeah, at. Yeah, so, so I think the upside of just getting Tim Hardaway back now when he's proven himself for a season. You know, he played 79 games, and he started 30 of them, which is pretty good for a 24-year-old, or a 25-year-old, excuse me, uh, who's actually 6'6", too. He's a big guy. He's a big guy, you know? He's uh, he's doing well. Oh, and he, gets, he gets girls. For yeah. Sure. Oh, he's yeah. A stud. Oh, yeah. He pulls. He pulls. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, aside from the fact of, uh, of how many women he gets, uh, I think I think this is good. You know, he's entering his prime. He's 25, 27 years. It's, it's roughly where the prime starts. Okay. You know, that, that's the middle of the prime. That's when you're at your best, they say. And, you know, I think at, at 27 minutes and putting up 14 and a half points a game, is really good. And, you know, if you look at his per 36-minute stats, that has him at, I mean, the the, the per 36-minute the, the stat is kind of skewed. Everyone knows that. But it's it's kind of skewed in, the, in their favor a little bit. So this is what it has. If he is starting for the Knicks, he's playing the minimum of 36 minutes, the stats has him at 19 points that season if he started, which is really good, you know? And, and he's also shooting pretty well, you know? Um, from the free throw line, he shot 90% last year. Uh, two years ago, excuse me, but dropped down considerably to 78, uh, 77%, which is not very good at all for a shooting guard, you know? You're going to want that, um, you're going to really want that to go up. But, you know, I think I think this is a good place to develop as a player. It's, it's obviously a great city, you know? I think it's it's good for young people. I think that he can really flourish here as his, as his second time there. And, you know, I think this is, I wouldn't say it's worth the money. No, I'm with you on that, Matt. Mm, I think it's okay. not worth the money. I think that's outrageous. That's so much money. 17 mil a year. That's crazy. That's so much money for this guy who, you know, we're not really certain about. He had a couple games. 
he actually had a couple breakout games. He shot like 40 points or scored 40 points in that game. Uh, and he's, he's, he's gotten a couple buzzer beaters as well. So I think, I think he's definitely a good shooting guard. Um, he was the 17th best in the league just coming off the bench. And in terms of uh, player efficiency rating, he was 14th. Um, and that better than a couple of notable players. So I think I think he's very good. I think he should be a starter. He should start over Courtney Lee. And I think he should just be a primary shooter. And I think if Melo leaves, he could be even better. Wow. Okay, so let me ask you this. If we, if we both agree that he's not worth this 71 for four, what do you think he's worth? I think he's worth what Andre Roberson is. And if Andre Ro- uh, Roberson, excuse me, is getting three-year, $30 million, only $10 million a year, and he's getting 17 that should really say something. And Robertson is one of the best shooting guards in the league defensively. He can't shoot, as we know, in the playoffs. He shot like one for 11 from the line. Can't like, shoot. Can't shoot. It's, nothing. I don't know how he got into the league. It's sad, but his defense is unbelievable. And if he's only getting three or $30 million, Tim Hardaway should be getting four years, $25 million. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's where I value him at. That's where I value him at. So you think that his, thing, his contract should basically be more than cut in half? Yes, very much so. Wow. I think because he hasn't he hasn't proven much of anything. You know, he he had one good season off the bench, but like that that's great, right? And if he if he starts, he'll he'll be great. He'll be a good scoring shooting guard, which the Knicks need. They need they need a score, especially if Carmelo goes. You know, but the first thing that the Knicks need is a point guard who can distribute the basketball and get it to Porzingis. You yeah, know? I mean, I I don't know if I agree with that number. I think I would put him at if we if we're gonna go off that. Uh, okay, maybe it's a little low. I think you're probably right. If we're gonna go off that three year thirty million kind of thing, I would be comfortable. How about at like let let's meet in the middle here. How about like like a four year four years too that you're stuck yeah. with this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like holy moly, that's crazy. And I think there's like a no trade. No, there's there's a tr- there's a trade kicker in his okay. contract too, which is like, you know, the Knicks are gonna try to trade this guy and yeah. they're gonna have to pay him fifteen percent more of his money. Uh, I was I'm thinking like. Four-year, 48 mil. Okay. All it's right. not bad. No. That's, what is that, 12? 12, 12 million, yeah. 12 yeah. a year for a guy that you know can get you at least 15 points a game, minimum. Right. Defense, okay. 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 Average, you know. Um, and then, you know, it's it's a matter of can he cut the silly mistakes. So, and, and also, we got we to gotta talk about that. If he's 25 after a four-year deal, he's 29, you'll be in his prime. That's when he can get that max money. Yeah. Or he can take that that short deal, bet on himself a little bit, like yeah. a lot of NBA people are doing right now. Um, but I, I I don't know if seventy one million at at his age for four years is really worth it. Um, and then the other one that's that's big right now is Jamal Crawford. This is this is big. Yes. So, uh, got traded to Atlanta. No, uh, no. Um, yeah, got traded traded to Atlanta. Tra- yeah, you're right. Buyout. Yeah, that's With, right. That's right. That's right. And, oh my gosh. And then what blows my mind is you know I think. You know, the Cavs would have taken him. Yeah. The Warriors were looking at him. Uh, I know he's a big fan of the Knicks. He used to play there. Mm-hmm. He's uh, been a lot of places. Yeah, and he, if I'm not mistaken, he's never won a championship. No. And it's interesting to me that he's, I mean, I'm, I actually think it's kind of cool that he didn't want to chase the rings. But he's also chasing the money. I mean, he's also very old. I think he's 37. So, like, can we, like... That's a huge fact. So, he's 37 years old. He's getting really up there, you know? So uh, out of somehow, I don't know what happened, but he decided to go to Minnesota. Yeah. Two-year, $8.9 million contract. So I'm going to ask you, is he worth the money? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think Jamal Crawford is a very good player 
even now. Like last season, still averaged twelve points. You know, I mean, he's not he's not the best shooter in the world. Um, he actually shot pretty well. He he, he shot uh, his his e field goal percentage was for uh, 48%, which is pretty good. Wow. Um, and good for, good for you, Jamal. Yeah, I, th- I mean, at, at 36-year-olds, 37, you know, you. that's 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 pretty significant, man. And, you know, he's playing for the Timberwolves now, which has a chance to make a run, you know? I think yeah. with Jimmy Butler, Towns, Wiggins, and then him and uh, and Jeff Teague now is there. So, yeah. so that's big. I think you're essentially paying $8.9 million to kind of teach the young guys how to be – Real guys, yeah. like which you know for eight point nine million to get a veteran presence, I think that's you know most guys take the veteran minimum to be on a team like this. I think they take what like it's like a two million dollar contract, so he's taking well above that. But he can also come off the bench and shoot a little bit. So I, I you know what, I, I'm comfortable with that kind of money, especially the Timberwolves now look like they just got really serious really fast yes. with the uh, added additions of Butler yeah. Teague. Taj Gibson. Yes. Crawford. They, they got a lot of veteran big guys. Big bench, honestly. That's it's, a good bench. It can go deep. And, you know, it's going to be one of those things where uh, the West is going to be gritty. So to have a bunch of backups and a bunch of young guys who really have a lot in the tank, I, I, I think it would be good. Um, so I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I'm good with that number. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'd pay any more, though. I no, think 8.9 is like... I think 10 is the max you can pay this guy at... I mean, if Dirk's getting paid two-year 10 mil, like, come on. Jamal Crawford is is getting two-year 8.9 mil. He's done nothing comparable to Dirk Nowitzki. What, um, what, I think I I think, I think think that's good, you know? I think that's... He he really lucked out. He must have an incredible agent to get you, that, you know? You think there was some negotiation? I, I kind of like where you were going with that, with the whole ne- negotiation thing. I think probably Jamal Crawford went in asking for, like, a two-year 10 million. Yeah. And they were like, look, like... Give you 8.9. Right. And, okay. Yeah, okay yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, I would have <laughs> took five. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, all right. That was, you know, are we two for two on good segments? I, I think that was I, good. I'm really proud of us yeah. right now. This is, this is really good. Um, so the next segment we kind of want to jump into, uh, what we're going to call it, is uh, the unpredictably, no, the predictably yeah. unpredictable yeah. hot takes. So uh, this is, this is going to be where we're going to have some fun. Uh, so our, our first take is actually... Uh, Brought to you by Nick over here. Yeah. He has a, a really good one that I, I think there might be some disagreement on, but I also think it's it's a good one. So let's see what you got. All right. So this is this is a very uh, unpredictable hot take. I would right say now. this is one of the more unpredictable yeah. takes. I think I mean, th- this is this is piping hot, fresh out the oven hot take right <laughs> now. So Dirk Nowitzki, think about this. Dirk Nowitzki, just talked about him, having an amazing season this year. Like I'm talking like 2011 season. Ooh. Yeah, like he's he's doing well this season. Like fresh knees, fresh back kind of fresh season. thing. Like like almost in his prime season. You know, he's he's getting underpaid, two year, ten mil. Like, come on, you should you should be pity paying him wow. twenty five mil a year because wow. how much he's done for Dallas. <laughs> oh, he's man. never left. He's this German stud who people are like, who is this guy coming from Germany, mm. averaging twenty two points a season? Like, come on, you gotta you gotta I, give this man some money. He definitely, I think he definitely pulled a Kobe, went to Germany, got the uh, the great knee surgeries that Kobe got, the uh, under the radar knee surgeries. Not many people know yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, so you're thinking he's gonna go with the fresh knees. Two years, ten mil. I mean, it's it's Dirk. He's he's pretty old at this point. How old is he? What he's he's uh, thirty nine. Thirty nine. I mean, if you're really gonna get a thirty nine year old balling in this league, you you can't pay him that much. But I agree. I know why they're paying him. Cuban's a smart guy. Uh, they know what they're doing. You got to keep him around. It's a loyalty program. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, also, also veteran presence. Oh yeah, huge veteran presence. And like, can we talk about how they have no one in that city? They have Nerlens Noel, who the Sixers traded for literally nothing. nothing. Two second round draft picks. Like, are I you know. kidding me? And their first priority was to sign him to like a max. So yeah. It's like I don't know what you see in him yet. He hasn't really balled. So I mean, it's like. What do you really see here? Yeah. I mean, so, he, he's, he's a 13-time All-Star, 12-time All-NBA, uh, MVP, NBA champ, and finals MVP. Like, this guy is a stud. Can we – Can we? people forget that Dirk Nowitzki is a thing. Like, okay, <laughs> so he averaged 14 points this year. I'm going to – this is where the hot takes Oh, go. here we go. So he went 14, 6 rebounds, and 1.5 assists. I'm going – I'm going. So in his prime, let's see, let's see, let's see. When he won the championship in 2011, let's see what he averaged. He averaged 23, and he averaged 23 in how many rebounds? He got seven rebounds. So I'm going to go with now 20, 20 and 7 this season, 20 and 7. Uh, that's that's the piping hot take. I, you know what? Um, I'm speechless. <laughs> I actually didn't expect you to say that at all. Yeah. Uh, 20 and 7. That's uh, rebounds. You think this man's gonna jump? Oh, he's seven feet. He doesn't need to jump. Oh, you think? Okay, yeah. so there's no need for him to jump. So we're talking type of rebounds he's taking are the ones that fall in his lap. Yeah. Seven a game? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he might be in the right place. Um, you know what they say though: long shots, long rebounds. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, Twenty points. That would be for the money. That'd be incredible. Yeah, I mean the Dallas is really gonna deal. Cause think about it. Who does? I I, I couldn't even tell you the Dallas roster besides Nolan's Noel. I, maybe maybe Good Matthews rookie. is still there. Yeah, uh, I don't even know. Oh, Harrison Barnes. <laughs> yeah, Harrison <laughs> yeah. Barnes. All right, but sick. I'm not sold on him either. No, I'm no, not, you know? he doesn't really. You know when. I don't what, think what, about what people thought about Harrison Barnes when he leaves Golden State is like, oh, this guy's gonna be. He's, he was really under shadow in Golden State. He's really gonna break out. But you know what? He he was good. He's really good. Um, he he did well. But you know, um, he's he's not what I don't think everyone expects I, him to do. You know, I don't remember him being phenomenal in college. No. Well, but then again, we don't know about yeah, we don't know college don't, basketball no. at this podcast. So if you're looking for college basketball, it's not. It's not the place. Not the place. Real basketball though. This is your place. Yeah, this is um, this is where it's at. This is where it's at. So last season he averaged uh, 19 points and five rebounds, which is which is good, right? But Harrison Barnes, Harrison Barnes, yeah. So you know, um, obviously he's he's coached well. Went to UNC. We said like that's a top place you want to go for school. Um, drafted seventh by Golden State. You know, I think I think he's he's definitely a, a person you want on your team. Is he a person you want to develop your team with? Maybe. Uh, Who knows? Yeah, you know? Not sold. Not yeah. sold. Um, but, but then he is only 25. He's, he's just like Tim Hardaway, you know? Yeah, so we, we, we see what he can do now, and he still has time. Uh, okay. Um, and then our uh, other hot take we're going to have is uh, it's more of a, us just fooling around a little bit, but I wanted to get our opinions on the over-under, which is a gambling thing, uh, on Chris Paul, James Harden, Fights on the ball. On ball sharing. So what what would you put the number at uh, for a whole season? How many fights do you think they get into? Think- I think, you know, let's see, 82 games, divide that in half. You think 50? No. I'm, so, 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 so that's, that's 41, right? I think divide that in half again. Okay. Uh, 20, 20.5. I'm going 20, 20.5. Wow. So we're going to set the line at the over-under at 20.5? Yeah. I would probably go with the over, honestly. Yeah, you think I so? I really don't know. Because if you look at last season, James Harden, I think he touched the ball every possession. Yeah. 
ever. Oh yeah, that he needs Rockets it. Had. He needs it in his hand. So, James Harden needs it in his hand. He's, a, he's he's drafted as a shooting guard, but he's a shooting guard who just needs the ball. What I'm also not getting is, I think the whole reason Mike D'Antoni got Coach of the Year was because they were like, you know what? Let's move James Harden to point guard. Let's commit to that. Yeah. And then they were studs. Uh, third seed in the West. I uh, went decently far in the playoffs. Uh, not what they wanted, but better than what they would do last the year yeah. before. So I think what made them special was that he was at the point guard. So I don't. I'm and never... also, sorry to interrupt, but he also like disrespected Ross in the playoffs. Like he 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 showed him who was boss. Yeah, and I'm not really seeing the logic in being like, oh, James Harden, great point guard. Let's bring in Chris Paul, another, <laughs> another great point, point guard. guard. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not really getting that. Uh, it. It really is weird. So uh, the other question I wanted to ask you is, who do you think would be a better share on this team hmm. between CP3 or a child? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? This is huge. Yeah. This is huge. You know what? This is make or break um, for the Chris, podcast yeah. right here, all on the line. Chris Paul, is, Chris Paul is like known for his, his assisting, right? He's known for sharing the rock, right? Yeah, like pretty he, consistent. He's, he's on a commercial about, about assisting, right? People forget, yeah. But, but I think... I think an eight-year-old can share better than Chris Paul and James Harden. Wow. Yeah, I do. Wow. I I'm, think so. You know what's funny? I actually agree with you 100%. Yeah. I really think kids would pass the rock a little bit more. Me too. I think, you know, Chris Paul maybe kind of thinks he knows what to do with the ball uh, more than an eight-year-old. Yeah. Which I, is you know. fair, but I don't love that. I, yeah. I think basketball needs a little, little more passing, a little more movement. That's uh, the Spurs way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, and you don't. Sorry to interrupt again, but uh, but when Patrick Beverly was a point guard, he literally did nothing at the one. He was essentially he was essentially just there. Just there. Yeah, you know, all he, defense, exactly, all, all, all defense, time. never brought up the ball. And you know, Chris Paul will not be able to to do that. He'll be yeah. like, I need this. Yeah, and Chris Paul's defense is not on the level of Patrick Beverly. No, uh, no. It's, it, Good defender though. Like we can't underestimate his defending. Yeah, but I think Patrick Beverly is the type of guy who uh, puts his heart on the line. Every game, no mm-hmm. matter who they're playing, whether it's the Sixers, the Knicks, anybody. Right. Chris Paul shows up for those big TNT games. Yeah. Which is, you know, uh, not okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do you But fair, too. But fair, yeah. I mean, I can't say I wouldn't be the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I knew everyone was watching, I'll play pretty hard. If I right. knew no one was watching, nah. But that's why I'm not an NBA player. Exactly. And I'm right here making a podcast. In... A kitchen. In a kitchen <laughs> on a Sunday. <laughs> so that's that. Uh, and then uh, our last topic we just want to kind of talk about is uh, free agency talk. Yeah. So, so we got some stuff coming up. Uh, we really want to talk about uh, Avery Bradley to the Pistons. Yes. For Marcus Morris, who is, of course, twin of Markeith Morris. Which, fun fact, fun fact, people don't know about this, they share... A bank account where they're with their contracts. Huh. So when they were in Phoenix, they had like a four-year, fifty million dollar contract that was shared between them. Oh my god! Yeah. So that made it really complicated when they both got traded. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what happens nope. now, but I know they had a shared account <laughs> and they didn't really care about the money. Yeah. They just kind of took it out of one account. I think they even like their mom had a credit card too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, I mean, these guys are boys. Yeah, I think they were devastated when they realized that in a draft you can't go to the same team and you get picked back to back. They were like very confused. Yeah, I think they went like twelve and thirteen. They were like, we can't go both twelve. <laughs> yeah, uh, like what? Wait, we're not together now. How does this work? They were pretty unhappy. Then when they were together, they were happy. I'm not gonna lie. So 
Uh, anyway. I mean, dude, they're always bitching, though. Like, these, <laughs> yeah. these guys bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> they really, every call. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? And then so when they refuse not to play. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, for the money. Oh, my. Yeah. So, uh, but still, though, Avery, Avery Bradley of the Pistons, I, I like that move for the Pistons. So you're basically getting rid of a guy who complains for a guy that I don't think speaks. No. Uh, just plays defense. Yeah. And learned to shoot in the playoffs this year. Yeah. Literally surprisingly. Just, just learned to shoot threes. But you had um, that game winner against Cleve. Yeah. And that was that's that's about it. Yeah. So I, I cannot believe uh, that's where free agency is taking us. Uh, any other moves we want to talk about? Well, I just want to I want to talk about this Avery Bradley thing again. Okay. Um, I just want to bring it up again. You know, uh, Avery Bradley is a fantastic defender. People were shocked. Boston was shocked when he didn't go to the first team, all defensive team. But you know, there's there's two sides to every story, right? So Avery okay. Bradley Hit played me. about yeah. Hit me. Avery Bradley played about fifty five games, which is not not what you not, need not to that make. many, you know? You what, know was he injured? Yeah, he was I actually injured. don't know. Yeah, he was he was injured, yeah. Um I, I couldn't tell you what he was injured with. I'm not a big Celtics guy. Um but Avery Bradley kinda like broke out this year. I, I'm a big fantasy basketball guy too. So he really mm-hmm. broke out this season. He did really well defensively. Uh good good PR too. So, you know, people were shocked when he did anything. And I think I think it's fair for people to be shocked, but do you think playing 55 games and with his defensive ability, he should be first NBA all, def- all defense? Mm, okay, that's that's interesting. I like that. Uh, uh, for f- not many people play defense in the NBA, mm-hmm. so when you get a guy who like just goes 55 games and you know plays that kind of defense, I think you give it to him. It's like who else are you gonna give it to? You know what I mean? Uh, how many guys really go all in line and, and play this hardcore defense like he does? Uh, you wouldn't even know that he was shocked because he just, I think his Twitter is so dry. I, I don't think he has any, he's probably like, oh man, you know, next year. But yeah. it's like, you got to play twice as hard. You just got to play more games, really. Yeah. Uh, so who was on the all-defensive? Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at the, the shooting guards on a very, very well-deserved, of course, Patrick Beverly, as we were yeah. talking about. Incredible. Stud. I mean, on, on Andre Robertson, what we were talking about, too. Stud. stud. Literally getting paid 30 mil to play defense and never shoot. Um, <laughs> Tony Allen, obviously stud at defense. Yeah. He's always been he's, – he's aging. So, I mean, that's a pretty elite list. But I do think if Avery Bradley even played 60 games, he would be here. So you think I, at the five games, yeah. I think, I think he was so good defensively, and he made their team so good because they didn't need him to shoot. They just had Isaiah Thomas shoot everything, right, and, and, and uh, Horford, right? Yeah. They they just needed a, a a few threes from him and good defense, and I think that really helped them bolster to the first overall seed. I, it's it's funny when you were throwing those names out there. I I actually can't really imagine a situation where if someone's mentioning Patrick Beverly, uh, Andre Robertson, uh, Tony Allen, like you don't mention Avery Bradley. Right. It's one of those things where it's you know uh, yeah Kawhi Leonard. I get it. Like he's crazy defense, but Avery Bradley puts his. Like all he does is defense. Right. That man refuses to shoot when he does shoot and misses. Obviously, he's he's just a little better of an Andre Robertson. Yeah. Uh, and I actually don't even know the money they're paying him, Avery Bradley. I, I have a feeling they probably got a pretty good deal with yeah. him because yeah, I don't I'm think sure. he has a big contract. You know, defense doesn't go that far in the NBA. You're not getting big bucks to play defense, aka Andre Robertson. Yeah. Three three years, thirty mil. Like he's not making much money to play defense. And I'm I surprised think, he was okay with that too. Oh yeah. I mean, I think I think he's. You know, when he first came to the league, I think people had this idea, yeah, like, he's good. But, like, I don't think people expected Andre Robertson to be as good as he is. I'm not going to lie, you know? I he's definitely made a significant increase in, like, $10 million nothing to snuff at. But, yeah. um, you know, $10 million is not even, that's not really NBA money anymore. That's, like, you got to be 
awful for that to make yeah. that. You know what I mean? It, it goes back to that whole thing we were talking about with the Tim Hardaway Jr. Like, if Tim Hardaway Jr. is making 17 a year, yeah, I get he shoots, but, you know, you need some defense. Yeah. I think that I, I would rather, honestly, hot take alert, hot take alert, I would rather have the Knicks pay Andre Robertson, Robertson, Tim Hardaway money than have Tim Hardaway. Oh, absolutely. I think we need the I, defense. Yeah. I would agree 100 times over that. 100 for 100 right yeah. there. Yeah. Wow. Hot. Yeah. Mm. That's, well, that, that's a hot take that I love. <laughs> Is that a, that would you say that's a predictable hot take or an unpredictable hot take? Predictable. I think I think a majority okay. of people would think that Andre Robertson would be worth the 71 over Tim Hardaway. Yeah. I uh, I kind of, you know, I, I agree with that. I, I really think that uh, uh, Andre Robertson is... For the defense, for teams that need it, you got to pay. I, I, he must wanted to stay there, which makes no oh well. OKC is gonna be a beastly team this year with Paul George too. Yeah, but I think Paul George is not gonna stay. No, I think he's going to LA. Ooh, you think uh, Westbrook joins him? Uh, no, I think he stays. I think Can't he pull stays. the Kevin Durant. I yeah, I think I think after the Kevin Durant thing, and also I think OKC loves. Westbrook. Like, if, if they leave, like, yeah, Utah was sad when Gordon Hayward left, but they're like... They, it was, they understood. Yeah, but it's like, understand. Who wants to stay here? Exactly. Yeah, I but it. I think if Westbrook leaves too, I think OKC would go crazy and they'd lose their franchise. I think they just moved to Seattle again. Wow. I think that would be it. That's a really, that's a really unpredictable yeah, take. Right that now. is. I, uh... I, uh, I, I think that was my dog. <laughs> yeah, he's a wiener dog. This is Startup City. This is Startup City right here for the podcast. <laughs> this is Startup City. Uh, I really think that um, it would be one of those things where if Russell Westbrook went to L.A., him and KD would be best friends again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're talks to their friends, but like, you can't really be friends with someone who just completely ditched you, you know? Yeah. To, to join the team that you almost beat and you blew a 3-1 lead. That's the real issue. It's the 3-1. I you know? can't do it. Um, wow, so that was... I think yeah. that was really good. Yeah. Oh, actually, I have one more thing to talk about this with Andre Robertson. Did you, did you, did you see the, the, the tip thing? He bought a $500 uh, thing of champagne and, yeah, and yeah. he only tipped 13 bucks. Did, did you hear about that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Did you see that he did the math wrong, too, on the receipt? Oh, did he? No, yeah, I didn't see so that. That's funny. That, he was supposed to basically off by 10 cents. Cla- yeah, okay. Classic one-year college kind of mistake. Yeah, um, you know, you're just there for basketball. Yeah, I... I what do you think about that? Well, so so I, I read up on it. You know, I, was, I wasn't completely convinced that he's just a douche. Um, I think, so So he bought, so this is what he claims. It's all from his uh, Instagram thinks he, it, it was, or Twitter. It was all over social media for like a hot sec. Yeah. Um, so he said that he bought a $60 bottle of champagne that was spiked up, I guess, tenfold, obviously. Um, and it was 500 bucks or $487. It was $487. And, uh, and he said that he just asked for one bottle, no food, nothing else. And he, and he said that he was even generous to even tip them, bring them a bottle. Which, is- but, which you, know, you know, I don't know. I, I think you always have to tip, but tipping 20% on a bottle at a bar that's already spiked up sixfold or tenfold, that's unbelievable. I, I'm surprised he even cares about it, to be yeah, honest. I know. It's one of those things where it's, you just got your money. Like, yeah. you, that's not going to make a dent in your account at yeah. all. And, let, you know, good for him, though, for, for thinking about his account. But at the same time, like, come on. And he, odds are if he was in, do we know if he was in Oklahoma? I don't know where he was. Because, man, that's, you got to tip it that, up. That's no one wants to be there. No yeah. one wants to be there. Yeah, so, so what are your thoughts on tip shaming? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Do you think tip shitting should be a thing, or do you think people just, like, let it be if you tip whatever? Obviously, you're – I don't even want to say it because I don't want to skew it, but, like, do you think that it's okay to call someone a 
douche for tipping you not 20%, even even 18%. Like, what is the minimum you can go without being tip-shamed? Because it seems like yeah. right now you can just, if you don't tip 20%, you're a douche. It's weird because I, I, I feel like it really only comes with people that they know have money. So I think if it was one of us that walked into that bar and we gave, like, a $13 tip, they'd be like, okay. Yeah. like, But they're like, oh, this man has $30 million more million? Come on. Yeah. So it's one of those things. Um. I always think you got a tip. You know, it's nice to be nice to the nice. One of those things. You like that? Yeah. Like, that's a slow yeah, that and then a half. You can, you can use that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I think you should tip. Always tip. And if you're an NBA player, like the the return on investment on your image is you might as well just tip. Yeah. The ROI is just too great. So yeah, I think you always tip. But are you always tipping twenty percent? Are you tipping more? Oh, um... Because I, I think that's what the tip chaming is, is, is if you oh, don't... that's a good point. If oh. you don't tip the 20%, do you think that that person is just already an ungrateful person who, like, hates you? I I think that there's, like, a there's like a benchmark to it. Yeah. Like, everyone, like, you kind of learn when you're, like, growing up that it's, like, it was, like, 20% yeah. or, like, double tax, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in a case like this, I, I think you give 20%. I think you do. I mean, I... If it's just a bottle, if it's, if you, if it's literally yeah. someone bringing out a bottle that's exactly what it was though yeah man that's tough honestly i think i think tipping 20 percent of a 500 hundred dollar bottle is ridiculous if they just bring it out you know and plus also i think that tipping should be based on how good you are like if you get my food all wrong or like drop it on me bro you're not getting a good tip yeah i know that but that's what that is yeah yeah yeah, you i agree with that oh you're talking like a standard 20 percent gratuity yeah oh no way it totally based off performance if if you're if you're ordering just a bottle and someone's like here you know that was bad radio but someone we just handed a bottle like um 20% 20% is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, if I give you my number and you text me, that's already 40% next time I'm there, you know? Oh, I see yeah. what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, yeah, no, I compl- I think it depends on performance, just yeah. like everything. Mm. I think uh, so, too. You know, I, I really think that, I guess I'll drag this out longer <laughs> for one more thing, but yeah, it's definitely on performance, you know, if you're just shit at serving people, like, come on, you're, you're not getting 20%. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fully in agreement with that. That was... That was a predictable take. Yeah. That was a predictable yeah. take by us. Um, all right, guys. That was uh, that was our first ever podcast. Mm-hmm. How do you think that went? Let me get your opinion on I that. I think it went all right. Yeah. I, uh, I'm actually pretty proud of us. Yeah. I think that was pretty good. This um, has been works for, for a little bit now. Yeah. Th- this has been a, a lot of texting, but uh, I think you just got to go out and do it. Yeah. And that's kind of what we did. Um, all right, guys. So I don't really know how SoundCloud works. I guess, can you follow? I, I don't know. I mean, just, just download, download, yeah, that, download. Listen, listen. Listen. That's, listen, spread with the friends. Two dudes talking. Peace. Peace. Time.